Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, do you aspire to be an entrepreneur, to build your own business, to leave a legacy behind? If you want to know how to get started or if you're already on your journey and want some help on how to tackle the challenges you're facing, this show is for you. Here at Be Your Own Boss, we hear from entrepreneurs about their stories, some very practical tips and some inspiration. It's time to get started. Welcome to another episode of Be Your Own Boss. You know, in India, more than 85,000 crores of rupees are lying unclaimed in mutual funds, fixed deposits and equity. 76% of the population in India do not have any retirement plans at all. 95% of the population stay away from equity markets and mutual funds just because they do not have enough knowledge about them uh, and find it very risky. Our guest this week is someone who's popularly known as the financial doctor, Yashwant Shingwekar, chartered wealth manager and founder of Prosper Finmart, a wealth management company based in India that helps people with cash flow management, budgeting, insurance planning, goal-based investment planning, tax planning, and estate planning. Yashwant, welcome to Be Your Own Boss. Thank you, Sachin. Thank you. So uh, I know you're, you have a very busy schedule. Thank you so much for taking out time and joining us on the show. Uh, we'd you. love to hear from you, your story, your journey. And um, why don't we start with your story right from the beginning, like, uh, you know, so that we have the context. Uh, can you tell us about your, uh, your childhood, your parents, your siblings, where were you born? Right, right. Uh, I was uh, I'm born in Dombivli, a suburb in Mumbai, uh, outskirts of uh, Mumbai, and brought up in Amrauti. My dad was a professor in Government Polytechnic College. He was a gold medalist in pharmaceutical chemistry and passed out with flying colors in 1972, way back in 1972. Mm -hmm. uh, he has worked as a professor imparting knowledge about pharmaceutical chemistry to uh, D-Farm and M-Farm, uh, B-Farm pharmacist uh, in Polytechnic College. Uh, he retired in 1992. Then uh, we shifted... Uh, to Dombili, back to Dombili. He worked throughout his career in Amrauti only. My mom was a housewife. Recently, she passed away. Uh, so I did my schooling from Amrauti because of because my dad was based in Amrauti, and uh, I uh, completed my graduation in uh, science uh, with statistics as a major subject, and then uh, got admission uh, in for MBA in Pune University. I did MBA in marketing management and uh, passed uh, in 1990. And mm. then later on that time, I mean, Mumbai being a business hub, still it is. So I shifted uh, to Mumbai. In the meantime, there was some interesting thing. I mean, I was, after finishing my exam, while I was mm. traveling back to Amrauti from Pune, uh, completing MBA, 
even though the results were uh, awaited i lost my briefcase wherein i lost my all the major certificates so in spite of being mba i mean i was on the verge of getting the mba degree i was not even 10 pass so getting the on certificate paper. on paper on paper <laughs> right yeah. so i lost a good opportunity during that time which i got from the campus interview but uh, i mean i always since beginning i had a approach of never say die so mm. i walk in i got a first job through walk in interview in uh, mm. one typewriting company mm. uh, wherein the certificates were not needed so i worked there as a courtesy to the owner that he uh, gave me the opportunity for one and a half year in spite having the certificate then i yeah. got my first professional break Uh, with Union Carbide, that time it was uh, named as Union Carbide, uh, manufacturing every range of batteries and flashlights. Uh, later on, they did uh, trading in Henkel detergent powder, which was manufactured by Henkel of uh, Germany. Mm -hmm. So I worked there uh, as a area manager for uh, almost five years, and then as a career went uh, upwards, I shifted to uh, different companies later on. Uh, and this was all first, in mumbai this was all in mumbai yeah. of course as a part of uh, my job i used to travel quite frequent uh, frequently in uh -huh. 1996 i got married and uh, the way normal wife expect that husband should be with her and since i was having a traveling job wherein i used to travel for almost 25 days a month i was looking for a alternative wherein mm. i got a opportunity with uh, united television the company which was run by ronnie screwwala uh, i joined them in their tele shopping network company uh, as a regional manager looking after uh, entire western region uh, wherein i was based in mumbai and traveling was a uh, bit less as compared mm. to the earlier job but the nature of the job was completely different wherein we have to show the pro product on the television and uh, influence the customer to buy the product but uh, as a course of diversification since i was having a fmcg experience i innovated the idea of shop in shop concept wherein we used to take a space in a established shop that time akbar ali's was quite famous apna bazar was quite famous sarkari bhandars were quite famous in mumbai so we used to take a, 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 a space from them and we used to promote our product through them wherein the uh, regular margin used to pa pass on to the owner of the shop so we got quite a good uh, feedback and uh, result from that experience and uh, company got a good profit uh, from that activity because uh, still indian people they do believe in touch and feel uh, concept about the product wherein they want to feel the product they want to see the product they want to try the product and then only they will uh, take a decision whether to buy or not so tele from tele shopping network i slightly diversified the company into shopping shop concept which was then later on replicated in other parts of india also so i worked there for four years then uh, i got a good offer from uh, prince plastics again change of altogether change of product lines wherein yeah. we used to promote uh, material handling system so it was basically a b2b thing which hmm. where is in earlier uh, uh, tsn it was b2c concept 
uh, again, I mean, in TSN, we used to do institutional sales also, wherein we used to promote our product to FMCG companies. But uh, after I joined uh, Prince, uh, later on, entire uh, uh, again looking after entire Western region. So we used to have this uh, material handling systems and uh, company market share over that time was uh, around 25%. So with the management uh, and since I was basically interested in marketing apart from being a sales, hardcore sales guy. So mm -hmm. we did a lot of changes in marketing plans uh, and those implemented uh, in other parts because uh, Prince was traditionally a traditional family run business wherein they used to do the business as they want. But since 2000, post-2001, uh, since the market was changing, so we uh, inculcated a lot of professionalism in the company, wherein mm. we used to budgeting and all those things I started over there. They never used to work with the budget in mind. So they had their plans in mind. Of course, since they used to make the profit, they never thought of changing the thing. But since I uh, insisted on those things, mm. and uh, then they shifted to professionalism uh, so we in a span of when i joined the company's turnover was 25 crore and when i left the company crossed 100 crores uh, turnover from there in a span of five years only uh, again of course not entire credit to me because i basically did the planning part implementation part every individual like me they did in their respective zone so i don't take undue credit for that but uh, you contributed a big uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. All right. And uh, in mid in between, I mean, I did uh, uh, ISO implementation over there. See, basically, ISO is always looked as a certificate from certification point of view, not from not from system implementation point of view. But I explained this thing to management, and luckily they accepted it so iso we got iso and we successfully implemented and the profit uh, got increased because of iso implementation over there hmm. uh, in the uh, year 2006 company prince uh, plastics they thought of shifting to real estate i got a bit of a sense uh, news from the management hmm. so in the meantime i got an offer from insurance again it was a different uh, game altogether i got an offer from shiram life insurance uh, to join them as a regional manager for western region they wanted someone who can uh, expand their network in terms of recruitment of agents or recruitment of brokers uh, since it was a different line altogether for me and uh, since prince there was a news from prince side that they are on the verge of uh, selling their business I took this opportunity and uh, of course the jump uh, in the remuneration was quite uh, good. It was almost double and that yeah. time getting a double salary was quite lucrative. So I joined them as a regional manager based in Mumbai and uh, in 2006. Mm -hmm. So I worked there for almost uh, 10 long years. In the meantime, I got promoted and I got shifted to Bangalore. Uh, Bangalore, I work uh, with the Shiram Life Insurance for uh, two years. Then again, I got promoted and shifted to Jaipur, uh, wherein I was taking care of uh, half of India, taking care of almost uh, 25 branches and looking after uh, 600 odd uh, uh, direct reportees, basically. Of course, hierarchy was there. Yeah. So I worked there for uh, 
nine long years and 2014 since there was some family issues wherein my dad was not keeping well because of dementia and since i was based in jaipur quite away from mumbai and uh, my home was literally run by three females which are in my life my daughter my wife and my mom uh, because there was some this uh, medical issue so i decided to uh, shift to mumbai but since there was no opening in uh, shriram that time in mumbai so i left the job and uh, shifted and luckily i got a opportunity to work with uh, another plastic company hmm. so i joined them as a general manager again based in mumbai but uh, again it was a family run business so i found it quite difficult to get adjusted with the family run companies since i was had a quite a professional experience working with uh, union carbide tsn and shriram life insurance wherein professionalism was uh, a day, day culture so i worked there for 7 8 months but i was not comfortable so i decided to quit and uh, start something on my own so what to start basically again uh, when i thought of this uh, decision i was 48 and uh, mm. this is the age wherein i mean such kind of decisions are normally avoided uh, but i got a quite a good support from my uh, better half wherein mm. she she is also working she is working with uh, maharashtra state pharmacy council wherein uh, the it's a semi uh, government uh, in uh, form you can say wherein they look after registration of all pharmacists in maharashtra so we discuss a lot of course they, when uh, this decision was taken there was a lot of criticism from my relatives i mean this is not the age and since i had a very good up uh, position the remuneration yeah. with the plastic company why you want to leave see ultimately it's a question of getting a job satisfaction see if at the end of the day if you are not satisfied with yeah. your job or with your day's work i mean it's better to look for an alternative so with quite thought and uh, doing financial adjustment of course hmm. such kind of things are not quite easy because uh, everything can be managed except money and also i mean like once you are at that age and you have so many years of experience you have a certain amount you know like you said the large you know uh, salary and everything the more the salary the more difficult it becomes to replace that right absolutely absolutely so then what to start since i had a big uh, i mean long experience with uh, shriram life insurance so i had a uh, quite good interaction with the clients on uh, clients from the market so there i noticed that there is a dearth of uh, quality advisors in the market i mean what advisors are uh, available in the market so called advisors that we actually mm. basically product sellers not advisors they will uh, promote the things which they have which they are, which are profitable to them not from the customers point of view so i thought i mean there in there i can make the changes in my client's uh, life by giving the honest and sincere opinion identifying their needs guiding them because this one particular factor financial literacy is quite miserable in india i mean when i joined uh, this business i started this business that time was it was very pathetic now it has improved a lot because regulator are quite uh, advertising their this particular 
financial literacy part to a great extent so in 2015 after acquiring all the necessary registration certificates passing out necessary exams i started this company wherein the uh, as being i mean i was basically mba in marketing so okay. selling or marketing was never an issue for me so i took a, a necessary qualif- qualification from this particular field by doing chartered wealth manager uh, by acquiring this degree so this is uh, been promoted by american academy of financial management and which has been approved by sebi basically apart from getting a degree basically it was a knowledge which i gained by acquiring this degree uh, in yeah. identifying the client's requirement identifying the cust- uh, client's uh, needs uh explaining them how the go financial goals can be defined all this knowledge i acquired uh, by in this uh, degree so after mm-hmm. getting this degree i started uh, my f- company wherein uh, first initial as uh, normally you do uh, the relatives are the easiest clients to get but they are very dangerous also because uh, it's very easy to criticize uh, for them if something goes wrong so i avoided that i joined professional uh, networking group and i started business from them basically first and there is one particular institute uh, by the name network uh, uh, fm network fp mm. sorry uh, mm. wherein they uh, guide the professional from this financial sectors by educating them and uh, guiding them so i joined them and since last 8 uh, years 7 8 years i am with them and uh, they are doing fantastic job so in, by giving the appropriate knowledge or making the professionals the, the awareness about the necessary changes which are happening place because this particular mm. field where you cannot be complacent everything uh, i mean every day some changes so something or yeah. the other are happening so you need to know what are the changes so they are doing this fantastic work and uh, i have the habit of reading so even with this habit also i get uh, the necessary uh, knowledge mm. from the market so i started this uh, firm uh, mm. way back in 2015 and uh, through this uh, professional business uh, groups Uh, i started getting the business once i thought now i am in comfortable mode uh, probably two years down the line then i started approaching my relatives in the meantime yeah. even they started approaching me by automatically I, because they started I, come to, they know now <laughs> right yeah yeah uh, in between that there were lot of queries lot of um, criticism yeah. on me i mean as i said i mean 46 47 is not the age wherein you can uh, leave yeah. and start something on own but basically i mean i always thought job satisfaction is the important issue if i am yeah. not yeah. satisfied with the job it's better yeah. to switch yeah. and uh, yeah. i mean the there was no one from my family who was entrepreneur mm. so then i realized i mean why not we should be the first one Absolutely. Yeah, Yashwant. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm so uh, sorry that I'm interrupting no, no. you here. There is one uh, important part where that uh, if we go a couple of steps back here, right? At the time when uh, you were working uh, at this plastic company, the private-owned company, and you decided that you want to, after discussing with your wife, you decided that you want to start your own business, right? Uh, now, 
when you went for these chartered uh, chartered wealth manager uh, certification and everything right did you quit your job and then focused 100% on this one or was that like a simultaneous process you were still working there and uh, worked your based on you know the on the business uh see i always believe in one thing do it right first time so yeah. i quit the job because you cannot do half heartedly both the things you cannot work as well as you can do the certification because certification require lot of uh, involvement in the studies and mm-hmm. since uh, i passed out in 1990 there was a gap of 25 years so it was a bit difficult for me to shift from uh, being a working person to a student uh, life yeah. so i quit that job and uh, for uh, three months i full got fully focused uh, on uh, studies because this particular course was not so easy because you are going to deal with the people's money people psychology so a lot of re- uh, knowledge is required so that's when i mean i decided to quit completely and uh, got involved with the co- this course Hmm. and how did uh, so how did you manage the financial part of it because you know you have a huge salary that doesn't come anymore right uh, fortunately i will uh, tell you since beginning i mean as i said i am quite a good uh, extensive reader i mean i was aware about mutual fund uh, since 2000 i mean 2000 it was just uh, getting mutual fund industry was getting established due to liberalization lot of uh, mutual fund companies started in 90, post 92 era so lot of uh, mutual fund there was quite a noise about mutual fund so i started investing uh, in the year 2002 in mutual fund uh, industry of course i luckily i got one particular advisor who used to do the transaction because the transaction that time it was not online it was offline so doing the paperwork was a bit difficult so i got a advisor who used to do all this paperwork of course from that he used to get the brokerage so he was quite happy with my investment and uh, uh, of course the since because of knowledge i used to select the schemes and then i used to tell him that i want to invest in this particular field so when i took the decision of change, giving a i mean starting something on my own in the 2015 of course 13 years of investment was there so since beginning i mean my dad always uh, advised me that you mm. should save the money of course there is a difference between saving and investment so i used to listen prior to 2002 by investing in some uh, traditional debt instrument like republic provident fund where in that time the return was good but now the return is very less but since 2002 i started investing in mutual fund and uh, over a period of 13 years i got a good corpus because uh, mm. as i said apart from age factor in 2015 when i took this decision my daughter took the admission for uh, mtech course it was integrated course uh, in mumbai in bio uh, technology so mm. the course fee and entire thing was uh, quite on the higher side but since because of my investment of course uh, all this calculation and financial planning which i did for myself uh, we could easily manage that thing without any major burden and since my wife was also working uh, the major part uh, she took the care of hmm. so right. financially so, i mean yeah. there was not a issue yeah. as such yeah. it was quite yeah. managed of course the i mean dad never used to invest uh, so seriously So yeah. there was hardly anything from my dad's side, but 
ऑफकोर्स आपका गाइडेंस वॉज वेरी इम्पोर्टेंट दैट्स वॉट गेट फ्रॉम योर पेरेंट्स yeah and looks looks like your own financial discipline that you managed right from you know with your with the guidance of your father the way you managed for the last i mean uh, you know what uh, what you started in 2002 helped you in 2014 15 right this right. is yeah, yeah yeah so years later so that's the importance of uh, financial discipline yeah. right right so then i mean since beginning i mean after started this uh, profession entering into this profession i always uh, had a one principle in uh, mind client first approach i mean always i think from client what is beneficial for the client i see i am going to get something or the other but if i look only from my perspective where i am going to get good margin or where i am going to get good uh, less brokerage uh, the customer will not be benefited and customer realized it and uh, that's where i mean the word of mouth came into picture mm. Pe- people realize over a period of 2 3 years uh, that he is the person who are, who is giving sincere honest opinion uh, they started referring me the people so till that time i mean i never used to do any kind of advertising i never had my website i never used to do do any digital uh, marketing kind of thing only thing which i did uh, since day one was joining a business uh, club hmm. okay so there i got a quite good reference from my existing clients of course then hmm. relative also started investing uh, or doing the financial planning through me Yeah. Uh, till that time, I mean, the SEBI, the regulator, Security Exchange Board of India, uh, they were uh, in dilemma whether to allow uh, the, I mean, to draw the line between financial planning and the uh, distribution part. So, in 2018-19, they came out with uh, the concept of RIA, Registered Investment Advisor. So, mm-hmm. therein they draw the line that you can only charge fee or you can do the distribution and on through the brokerage so i had a option of joining uh, i mean of becoming a registered investment advisor but i chose to remain uh, financial i mean into the distribution side only because uh, there were a lot of nitty gritties in uh, becoming a ria and mm. uh, so i opted for this but sebi uh, fortunately allowed to do uh, the uh, advisory part allow to uh, all the distribution people to do the financial part but without any commercial aspect getting involved into it so i opted for the distribution part i used i am doing still doing incidental advices doing the financial planning but that is free of cost and mm-hmm. uh, as it my uh, duty toward the society i do lot of customer awareness program to the people uh, to the society wherein i approach i do uh, activities in uh, companies uh, societies big housing societies colleges for their staff i recently last mm-hmm. week only uh, yesterday i did one activity in one school over here for the teaching staff uh, fortnight back i did another activity in another established school in dombeveli for their staff so basically the intention of uh, spreading the financial literacy among the people what is good for them what is uh, required for them what uh, kind of schemes they should avoid there are a lot of mm. india is a funny market i mean yeah. uh, there are a lot of ponzi schemes available in the market and yeah. uh, frankly speaking the regulation part is missing over there 
I mean, regulation comes into the picture only after the investor get robbed. <laughs> so <laughs> I started the guiding the people. And mm. uh, when I do this activity, there is no commercial aspect or there is no obligation involved in that. I mean, yesterday I did a uh, training to 35 people. There mm. I don't expect or I don't do any selling to them. I only explain, explain to them what is good for them, what uh, kind of insurance they should have, what kind yeah. of insurance they should avoid. It's a one and a half uh, hour course. And uh, but after going through this, after listening to this course, uh, this training program, people always refer. I mean, uh, approach me only. So ultimately, yeah. I mean, the selling part takes care. Yeah, and selling comes automatically. Then automatically. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, initially, when you started the business and you know uh, established the uh, and st started going to the networking platforms. What kind of challenges did you have at that time? Were there any any mistakes, uh, anything that you would like to share, any particular incident? See, this particular line, for any business to get established, there's a magic number of 9.99. Okay. If you can survive for first 9.99 days, you can, I mean, broad of mind, you can take three years time frame. Yes. You need to survive this first three years. So ideally, you should have proper... Uh, project in mind and you should strictly mm -hmm. adhere to that project uh, in that project you should quite define the budgeting part see when you start a business you go what the you feedback you receive from the market you do advertisement what from the advice you receive from the market i will always advise the people don't go by that i mean you stick mm -hmm. to your plan what is completely required, what is completely necessary. And first 99 days survival is very important. Mm -hmm. If you can go through that, that's a break even point. Post 999 days, you start generating the profit. And that is what did exactly. Mm -hmm. As I said, I mean, first three years, I never got involved in any kind of uh, advertisement. I never used to do any kind of promotion except uh, joining this business networking club and uh, network FP organization where from the knowledge perspective so yeah. i stick to my plans i mean first two years i never in fact had an office also i used to work from my home only after two yeah. years i took a small space of uh, probably 100 square feet kind of thing so yeah. there i uh, first thing i mean the started investment but that was in the th fourth year only after completing the three years once i got established because yeah. being a salaried person you are getting you are used to getting a fixed income at the end of the month whereas in business you get ad hoc kind of thing as per the business you generates so you need yeah. to be very careful about the expense part the budgeting plays a major role you need to have a complete project in on paper and one should completely stick or adhere to that particular project that limiting your expense part and expanding mm -hmm. on the business aspect. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to the Be Your Own Boss podcast. By the way, if you find this podcast useful, please share it with your friends and family so that someone somewhere having the potential and the dream to start a business can get some help and some inspiration from this. And if you'd like to support me so that I can bring in more content, please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening to right now. And you can also send me your feedback on 
byob at sachinacharya.com. That's byob at sachinacharya.com. And now, back to the show. That, that's a very interesting point you brought up, uh, Yashwant. You mentioned that uh, for the first couple of years, you you know you work from home. How does it like so for the listeners who are uh, based in India? Um, in to register a company, uh, you, you don't need to have an uh, a commercial space in India. Uh, well, I mean, uh, my particular this profession is uh, quite different. Wherein mm-hmm. the registration of company is not required, the registration on individuals is required. So this particular company, Prosper Finmart, uh, I mean, I established from branding perspective. Still, the registration and everything is on my individual name. Two years okay. down the line, I am going to expand. I'm I'm going to convert it into a private limited company uh, with the like-minded people. I mean, I already mm-hmm. chosen the people. Uh, we are having a lot of discussion with these people how to uh, amalgamation takes place. So that will take time. But uh, fortunately for this profession, I mean, the company's registration is not that important. If you are going to start on individual basis. So mm. there was not a problem for first two years operating from my home. Right. So uh, what steps do, does one need to take when, uh, let's say, if somebody is working and, I mean, let's say they have a job and they want to switch now and start doing something like uh, what you did, uh, what are the, like, do they have to, uh, is there any paperwork? Is there anything that they need to register or can they directly like print a visiting card and start? Um, no. There must be some. Hmm. For any kind of business, you need to, go through the regulators only uh, mm. be it financial financial side or any other uh, construction or any other things you need to have registration is place you need to have proper documentation is place uh, mm. and as a, i always uh, advise people i mean don't start the business from experiment point of view have the clear cut idea in mind have the clear-cut idea what you want to do, what you want to achieve. I mean, when I started this business with the intention that people, the client should get benefited from the business, my advice, from my knowledge, which uh, I got. So the client first approach was the first priority. Then the commercial aspect uh, were important. So I always advise people that uh, whenever you are going or opting for switch over, I'm starting something on own have the clear-cut idea in mind, have a clear-cut project on the paper, what you want to do. Don't do any business from experiment point of view or just for the sake of being an entrepreneur. Don't do it. Mm. Because India is a very funny market. I mean, people with half knowledge, they also got established. People with full knowledge, they get failed. So in that case, you need to be very careful. You need to have clear-cut idea in mind. You need to have clear-cut. If you are starting with some partners, the partner should be like-minded. Uh, they should have common interest in uh, mind. I mean, the one client is looking or the planning other way and the other client, is, other partner is looking from other way. It will not work. So yeah. if you are starting in a joint venture or a partnership, you should look for like-minded people, common goal in mind. If you're starting on an individual basis, you need to be very careful because uh, 
everything depends on your success or failure so yeah. the financial part should be taken care of and as i said first three years is a very crucial thing the break even point is three years only for any mm -hmm. kind of business even yeah. if you are a real estate developer also a normal building takes two and a half years to half complete years. so that yeah. 999 days formula always uh, stick yeah. over there also yeah and so so your advice is make a plan stick to your plan 4000 days for 999 days and then uh, you know think of changing or anything but uh, also like um, what steps do people need to take is there any like do they have to go to a particular um, you know website and how do people re uh, register as an individual um, self-employed right you're uh, when somebody turn becomes from changes from being a salary to a self-employed uh, individual so what does one have to do to um, officially re register that uh, well uh, it uh, depends on the what kind of business you are starting with if you are starting with the financial side you need to get a certification from the regulator like if you are doing the uh, starting insurance business you need mm -hmm. to pass out the exams uh, conducted by IRDA insurance regulatory development authority of india if you want to start a mutual fund business you need to pass out the certification uh, issued by amfi uh, and uh, certified by SEBI. They conduct the mm -hmm. exams and uh, the renewal takes place every three years where you need to pass out the exams or you need to attend uh, their day-long course. I always opt mm -hmm. for the passing the certification uh, exams because uh, yeah. that uh, uh, gives you the actual sense or actual idea where you stand as far as the knowledge is concerned. So yeah. since I took my first uh, exam in 2015 every three years i passing out the exam uh, yeah. instead of uh, attending a day-long uh, course so mm -hmm. it depends on what kind of business the certification or the registration depends on each and every individual uh, what kind of business he wants to start like mm -hmm. for a real estateer it could be different for any kind of trader it could be different but as far as the financial profession professionals are concerned and basically is passing out the exams uh, conducted by mm -hmm. the regulator like sebi or uh, irda and then you can start the business on the, your own uh, off late. Mm. I mean, since last five years, even these regulators have become quite strict. I mean, it's good from customers, clients point of view. Yeah. Uh, still, uh, there are loopholes uh, in implementation. So a lot of uh, bit of mis-sellings always take place. Yeah. Uh, particularly for NRIs. I mean, the NRIs, uh, they do have... Uh, NRE account or NRO account uh, in India and uh, the bank so-called RMs, uh, they have the access to that uh, account. So they mm. do that point, kind of selling part to those NRIs and NRIs being uh, not that savvy to Indian financial markets, they fell into that trap. So regulator is taking quite of uh, good uh, initiatives now for uh, avoiding this kind of uh, things. And they're the role of uh, people like me that comes into the picture. I mean, I got a good uh, client base of NRIs uh, from not only from Middle East, but even from US and Canada also. So mm -hmm. a lot of restriction, a lot of things are there in place. But I always uh, stick to my client first approach. 
thereby giving yeah. the sincere advice so i get uh, quite a reference from uh, middle east uh, from mm. from my existing clients uh, this thing so yeah. coming back to your uh, question it depends mm. on what kind of business you want to start with so registration and uh, those things it depends on that business part but as okay. far as i am concerned i did my basic uh, getting acquiring the certificates and then starting yeah. on my own as far as the establishment is concerned from for my business as of now i mean nothing i mean not any kind of things are done only as far as mm. financial fin market this prosper finmark uh, my company's name i got it yeah. trademark registered i mean i started the process couple of days back and probably mm. uh, five six months down the line i will get that uh, registered on my name and once yeah. i take the decision of uh, amalgamation with my like minded people then that will be my company's name uh, going forward yeah yeah, yeah. and and also uh, just to clarify for the listeners and uh, you know you mentioned that you started the process couple of days back so you already have your established business and you're running it for for years now but it's just a matter of uh, you know uh, a change in trademark that you've uh, done couple of days ago right Uh, well, to be frank, I mean, uh, I did make a mistake. I will advise people not to do this kind of mistakes. As far as the trademarks or registration of your company is concerned, always do it in a proper manner. Fortunately, I got uh, one particular advisor from this particular trademark field. Uh, I should have done the registration or trademark registration of my earlier company name when I started. or when i acquired the domain name from there i mean still there was a legal issue i could have fought with those people but i opted for the smooth course instead of going yeah. a, entering into the legalities uh, i opted for a new thing but this time i took the precaution that uh, apart from getting a domain i did uh, trademark registration also i will uh, give sincere advice do it right first time don't do the mistake what i have committed as far as particular registration or trademark is concerned i should have done that 3 uh, 4 years back only when i started that form so so uh, when you choose a name for a company for your business you need to you need to have a domain name for the purpose of uh, promotion and everything but you also need to make sure that you uh, register the trademark it's better to trademark that so that um, you you also get to know if there are any clashes or if anybody else already has that trademark or something right it, absolutely absolutely because as a layman i was not quite aware as far as financial mm-hmm. things are concerned i can give uh, my opinion on other things but as far as trademark is concerned i mean i never had that kind of exposure and since it's mm-hmm. a individual business i never thought it seriously but trademark company's name one should go uh should not experiment too much with that particular aspect they should go in a proper manner by uh, meeting the proper people from this particular field and yeah. one should get uh, trademark registered before uh, even acquiring the domain name because domain you mm-hmm. can get but uh, domain sh- should be the second priority first priority should always be the trademark registration mm, that's that's a excellent advice yeah thanks for sharing that and uh, yashwant when you're you're dealing with your uh, clients right are these mostly individuals or are you dealing with also you have a b2b segment are you dealing with the uh, corporates as well when i started it was purely on individual basis but uh, individual some i mean 
of my customer base almost uh, 60% are salaried people that includes both domestic as well as nri people and 40% are my corporate culture uh, corporate people so a uh, corporate in the sense business people so when they started as a individual investor with them they realized that this person can be utilized from the business perspective also so they started uh, asking me for cash flow management and budgeting there are a lot of things in even in insurance wherein the business person can be proper and not only properly insured but he should be his family should be well protected from the liabilities what he creates there is a particular aspect like married woman protection act wherein the insurance uh, the maturity of the from the insurance or the, in case of death the water amounts the nominee gets that particular amount is safeguarded from the liabilities in case if the person has created so liability uh, the person who has that uh, loan who has given that loan he cannot acquire that particular insurance so i started giving this knowledge to the people to the business people and almost my all my business clients they have this married woman protection act in place so mm. cash flow management wherein people failed that i mean the proper budgeting part they never use, they had in place but they never used to put it in practice so i started mm. advising them that this cash flow management budgeting part one should be very strict and one should be properly adhere to the plan what you have so i started advising advising those people people have current account in place wherein in current account in india uh, one don't get any interest on that part okay so i explain them the benefit of having investment in liquid mutual fund okay the mm. people like the idea it's relatively safe uh, they they don't uh, the liquid mutual fund don't have any exposure in uh, equity market it's mm. the basically the investment takes place in the instrument which has a maturity of 91 days but returns are around uh, 3 to 4% which are quite good as compared to the current account even the liquidity part is also quite good the amount get credited back to your uh, account in uh, 24 hours so mm -hmm. i started uh, advising people uh, to utilize this liquid mutual fund and then people has realized that one should take a proper uh, approach towards the enhancing or running the business so i started getting quite a good uh, proposals from the business uh, owners also they were in apart from handling their individual uh, portfolio i started giving them the advice or handling their business accounts also hmm nice and uh, what part of your business when you're dealing with all your clients and all this right let's if we compare your uh, your life as a as an entrepreneur now versus the years of experience when you had as uh, as a salaried uh, person what's the what in business do you love the most what what is it that you enjoy the most compared to uh, your earlier life since business you are always on toes on your toes okay because this particular profession i mean the mm. client should have the access to their advisor 24 by 7 uh, but that's a interesting part i mean on one hand you tend to lose your family life also but other side you are giving sincere advice you are making their life smooth so that particular aspect i always enjoyed i mean i am now 54 
okay it's family is established my daughter now she is in us doing her uh, ms masters in biomedical engineering so she is quite also established so i have relatively got uh, quite a good amount of time and apart from that at the end of the day the satisfaction what you get that you are making someone's life smoother you are planning their uh, financial uh, things putting their financial life in proper place the satisfaction what you get it quite good i mean i had a experience where uh, unfortunate part the client uh, passed away this particular client was uh, working as a senior scientist with uh, brc he approached me wherein i when after studying his existing investment after studying his existing insurance i realized that he was not having a proper insurance cover so i advise him to surrender those existing policies and take a fresh plain term plan uh i mean just to give some idea about this term plan i mean they it doesn't have any maturity amount but it's a pure term plan it gives i mean it's a replacement of any individual financial replacement so human life value is identified and accordingly i advise him to take a proper insurance cover through term plan so based on my advice he surrendered his existing policy saved quite lot of money by opting for this pure term plan Five years down the line, an unfortunate incident due to uh, cardiac arrest. This particular client passed away. He got an insurance cover of fifty lakhs from me. So I processed his claim, and in a span of seventy-two hours, the nominee, the wife, his wife, got the amount it amount credited back to her account. See, the financial worries were gone. 50 lakhs is not a small amount of course it's not a big amount in current scenario but at least the client's present life and the immediate future needs are getting fulfilled so the client realized that the importance of financial planning proper insurance planning goal based investment planning i had did his financial planning part appropriately so his finance his family the wife and the kid i mean they had a financial smooth transaction you can say wherein uh, they got a money wherein they can plan through the for the future the child's education got completed uh, through this financial planning and uh, they are quite happy in fact they referred lot of clients to me because of this experience so this client first approach has helped me in this particular case wherein the client uh, got benefited during the time of covid i mean uh, as far as this other health insurance the mediclaim is concerned quite, even i got uh, admitted due to covid there i realized mm. that the people uh, the patients around me their mediclaim uh, was not getting processed uh because of lack of knowledge as far as or the lack of support from the their advisors so i took i realized that uh, these people needs uh, some kind of knowledge so i started this activity i did uh, put a post on the facebook mentioning that those people who have got uh, any problem in settling their mediclaim they can approach me i will settle their claims and that will be since it's a service to the society of course that will be without any commercial aspect Wow. So I got eight inquiries, and yeah. I am happy to state that all the eight inquir eight inquiries, I uh, I got their claim settled through proper. Yeah. I mean, these things. Yeah. I mean, you need to find out the loophole, and that loophole should be addressed. 
or yeah. there's some kind of problems which uh, the client is making or client is unable to explain it to the company mm. that part i identified and explained and all the claims got settled nice. so these kind of things i mean always help you to expand your business yeah 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 so you're you're always putting client first and that pays in the long run for you right yeah 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 and uh, yashwant you know uh, when when you look back now at your journey of you know starting from all the way from you know you had you had your uh, journey as an employee earlier and then in 2013 uh, 14 15 when you started on your own who would you like to give credit to for your success first of course my parents okay they mm. gave me the necessary knowledge i mean see every parents i mean we are quite far financially better off as compared to the life what our parents has gone through but with that kind of restriction with that and kind of limited resources they always uh, give the necessary knowledge or make the provision to so that the children should get the necessary knowledge so first credit to my parents second is my better half she always supported me and uh, this is one particular aspect i mean i always uh, insist with my clients that always involve your spouse in the decision making because spouse in india there is a normal i mean yesterday also i explained to the teaching staff of the school that uh, female there a lot of females were there and females are traditionally are keeping themselves away or uh, the male people male community they keep the female community away from the financial decision making because of that traditional mindset that female does not though they don't understand okay that's the wrong aspect i mean the kind of lack financial lack females have got i mean one should always get them involved in the financial decision making i have seen lot of cases wherein the unfortunate incidences the male have died and the female they are quite unaware about the investment part because male never used to share that information with them so yes. i was since beginning i was very particular about this thing that I, in the all financial decision making my spouse always used to have the equal say so lot of credit to her because that 999 days were quite crucial and she always supported me with the 100% uh, involvement mm. she always gave me the advice what is necessary what kind of things i should do what kind of thing one should advise because this 999 days there's one can go across certain kind of period wherein the frustration can creep in you can think of giving up the thing, business and move back to your service things but those 99 days if you can focus on the the goal what you are the aim what you are going for and that there the family support is very important so my mm. wife support uh, i mean i cannot uh, forget about that and my child my daughter sanika yeah. now she is in us she has also supported me quite a lot uh mm. in motivating the things so as a family of course then comes the friends also they always supported me and since i as i said i mean the from day one i was involved with the business networking group they are mm. the people we have this like minded group uh, wherein maggie also was there yeah. see he yeah. is also a good motivator i can uh, cannot uh, 
complete this particular topic by without uh, mentioning his name because he was always helpful uh, of course he also took the financial planning as uh, guidance from me then yeah. we are like minded people wherein we share our knowledge we share our problems and we take the collective decisions so yeah. the friend circle the relatives my immediate family i mean i can i mean i'm always thankful to them for uh, supporting or st- and standing by with me yeah yeah and uh, for the listeners uh, you know the uh, the person maggi that uh, yashwan just mentioned uh, maggi is uh, is the nickname of uh, srinivasan mudaliar and we have uh, he he has been on the be your own boss podcast uh, there are a couple of episodes uh, his story was you know was done in two episodes uh, part 1 part 2 so if you haven't heard that yet uh, check it out and uh, uh, i know yashwan through maggi uh so thanks to him for introducing us absolutely and um yashwant you mentioned about uh, your uh, you know all among all the people that uh, you like to you know give credit to you also mentioned about your daughter right how was your daughter's reaction when um when you when you guys decided that you want to make the switch i uh, will when i took the decision she was quite grown up so hmm. uh that was a process where she got a admission for the mtech integrated mtech uh, course in uh, biomedical uh, biotechnology she realized i mean the course fee was is on the higher side she always used to say that don't worry about this thing i mean i will take care of the, the things by doing some kind of part part time job i said don't mm-hmm. worry about that financially we are quite strong but these kind of words i mean i advise her mm. not to do any kind of part time job but focused on uh, her studies but these kind of small gesture from a child who is barely in her teens uh, yeah. that dad is uh, going through a particular process where is a transition process where is shifting from job to business uh, these kind of words are quite encouraging i mean that yeah. motivates you that motivates you that she is also quite financially focused that okay these are the things uh, yeah. we should take care of and uh, she always used to motivate on dinner time we used to always used to chat uh, that what kind of things are what is happening in my business yeah. what kind of things are happening in their respective lives we always yeah. used to have this discussion on every day day to day dinner time so she has encouraged she has uh, i mean given yeah. me that confidence okay she can take care she can look after herself uh, now she has uh, shifted to us and got mm. quite established in three first three months now let's see <laughs> nice yeah and also that um, you know kudos to her for being such a responsible child and uh, a credit goes to you for the upbringing right that shows the the upbringing and um, yeah there are the, uh, you mentioned that talking to your family involving them uh, in all the decisions it, it's important they know what is happening and you get the support from them and uh, in having this kind of routine discussion because as an individual i can make 100 kinds of mistakes but when you discuss these kind of mistakes uh, with them they give their opinion from their perspective and there you mm-hmm. can think or you can differentiate yourself okay i if i could have spoken this particular statement to this particular person in a different manner results could have been different so in next time whenever this kind of incidents happens i can correlate this kind of conversation and i can rectify my mistake over there yeah. so the people i mean my daughter 
now she is 25 but uh, even i am uh, i mean as far as experience is concerned i mean experience hardly matters i can all i always gets get this kind of the encouraging or in the, this kind of the, it inputs from her on regular mind apart from getting it from my wife that's nice um so yashant as we come to the close uh, of this one final question how do people reach out to you people who want to uh, reach out to you for uh, business uh, how can what's the best way see my, my website after post this trademark registration has become active mm-hmm. now www.prosperfinmart.com uh, is become active it's uh, this particular uh, website i have designed not from commercial perspective but from educational perspective there's quite a lot of information which i put in over here uh, by for giving the proper or an appropriate knowledge to the clients as, uh, as far as the insurance or investments are concerned so one can visit over there my numbers and that uh, whatsapp chat box is active over there they can always put in a message wherein i can give the necessary information to those people and of course uh, as far as the advice or the information is concerned there is no commercial uh, uh, aspects involved into it that will always be free of cost to them if they want to do any kind of uh, financial transaction through me they are always welcome to do it. and uh, i do lot of investor awareness program as i mentioned in my earlier uh, conversation so mm-hmm. people if they want to have this kind of this can be arranged offline as well as online so they can if they want their uh, relatives or the company people to get this kind of particular knowledge they can always approach me we can always mm-hmm. arrange this kind of investor awareness program either offline or online wherein i will give this necessary inputs to them hmm great yeah so uh, apart from the individual advice you can also conduct these uh, se- uh, seminars kind of sessions right. for societies companies uh, yeah awesome awesome all right yashwant thank you so much for uh, taking out time and sharing your uh, story your journey with us this has been so uh, you know informational i think uh, people who uh, are uh, listening um, go back and play the the part which are you know the the important parts you can play again because there are certain very very important uh, lessons here uh, in this episode thank you so much for sharing uh, your uh, in a journey and thanks for coming on be your own boss thank you thank you sachin thank you so much thanks all right ladies and gentlemen boys and girls that was yashwant shingbekar and uh, you've been listening to be your own boss